0: Welcome to the Employco HR podcast. I'm Rob Wilson, and with me is my brother and partner Scott Wilson. Hello, and Jason Eisen, our Vice President of HR. Hi, everyone, and Nikki Navarro, of course, working the board uh, today. So thanks for uh, joining us for our podcast for uh, the month of uh, month of November. So uh, a big topic. Well, there's plenty of big topics on everybody's minds, uh, Jason and Scott, but uh, one that uh, people are kind of in the heart of right now is their health insurance renewal.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a. It's that time of the year. It's the season to get the new rates for 2022 if you're fully insured or self-insured if you're looking at your consultant to help figure out your premium equivalents, but it's going up.
0: And it's the season. It's never a good season, (laughs) Yeah, so. this is extra worse, I would think. Though, yeah. though you know, a couple of years ago, we had, a, we had a flat, we had a zero rate increase. You know, we've, we, we buy them to half a thousands of people across uh, all 50 states. So uh, buying power comes as some advantage. But uh, this year, and I think this year, we're at like 4% rule, mm-hmm. which isn't, isn't bad. But Jason, I think we, I saw somewhere uh, you ran across some, some prospects that had 27% rate increases in the Chicagoland area.
1: Yeah, so this is uh, either some prospects or clients of ours that aren't on our kind of our big medical plan. But yeah, we, at, at one point a couple weeks ago, it was 27% was the highest. And just within the last few days, one of our clients on a different plan, different broker, said that they're getting a 40% increase. Whoa. Yeah. And then, yeah wow. You know, you, you look at inflation, you know, uh, inflation is
0: higher now than it has been in years. But throw 40% at you, you know, it, it's bad enough you've got wages are going up. Benefits are going up, taxes are going, you know, everything's well, that, going up. But forty percent, forty percent's a big number.
2: Yeah, it's a lot to swallow. Plus, you know, all the hospitals are dealing with all the things that everybody else is dealing with. They got to pay more for labor force. They got to pay. They, I'm sure Good they've point. got supply chain issues. Right. And with supply chain issues, what happens? The prices go up. And I'm I'm willing to bet that's the health insurance companies are factoring that into their. Well, if things are going through the roof, like you're saying, inflation's going up you know i think they're hedging their bets because you know they're pricing this out you know 11 months from now for claims that are going to happen then
0: and there's always such a tail in uh claim side worse in health insurance than you would see in workers comp and other areas so you know, Jason, you're over a year and a half into uh, into COVID claims. That's got to have a big impact on rate increases.
1: Yeah, I mean, 2020, people left and right were putting off their elective procedures, knee replacements, shoulder, things like that they could wait on. I mean, just either the hospital or, or the surgery procedure facility wasn't doing them, or they just were scared about getting COVID in the facility. So, yeah, 2021, people are going back and getting those elective procedures done. But uh, when we look at the tail, you know, what
0: was the cost of claim? What was the cost of claim? COVID claims in 2020 oh, right. that, oh, right. yeah. you know, when we, you know, we saw, you know, we had so many clients that had uh, either employees or employees' uh, dependents in ICU, you know, back, you know, pre-vaccine, you had, you know, the hospitals were full. The, those were, you know, if you're in the ICU for two, three weeks, that's a pretty expensive claim. Right. So I got to imagine that, uh, you know, that's got to be a major factor. When you look at the workers' comp market in uh, California, for example, they expected a billion dollars of workers' comp claims in California related to COVID because California, like Illinois, said if you are uh, in a workplace and uh, come down with COVID, it's considered workers' comp. Hmm. Interesting enough not i know our topic is uh is uh, right. well it's all inter- intertwined is it health really insurance is. but uh shirley warfield who's our awesome vice president of workers comp plan, she just yeah. uh advised me yesterday that there's a new ruling in illinois that even if you work from home and contract COVID, it can still be a oh, workers wow. comp plan. so you can have the best workplace and your and if you've got a work remote worker and that remote worker contracts COVID, it could still That's be considered insane. workers. Con- that is insane so i think of why the system's broken but not to vent on that but back to health insurance so as if it's if it costs a billion dollars in california who knows what the overall effect of of claims on the health insurance system were yeah sure. i mean
1: everyone's expecting prescription drugs to have a higher percentage increase than kind of the medical part of it um and some of that, yeah, is probably due to COVID. I mean, there's a new, Scott, you probably know this better. There's a new COVID drug coming out that oh, will. from
2: Merck. And then uh, Pfizer just announced Pfizer, it also. Yeah. Merck, I think, is 50% reduces, uh, reduces your chances of severe and uh, hospitalization by 50%.
1: Pfizer's 85 to 86%. So, some, I mean, great for people and patients for the health, but medical plans are going to be picking those costs up and then going oh, yeah. to drive up costs yeah and
2: that's available at a pharmacy opposed to like the clonal antibodies where you have to have the injections at mm. the hospital so they'll be selling tons of those
0: right. so jason as you're uh, you know whether you're looking at a four percent i know we we made the decision we could have made plan change designs with prescription card and that but you know our thought was you're at four percent you know you might save another half a point it's always uh, bad enough to go to your employees and say, look, I've got, we got a rate increase. And in some cases where we, we as on the corporate side, we took the entire rate increase. So our employees, we didn't pass any increase on to our employees. But uh, those companies that do, you've got the, you know, the the rate change, which is going more you know, more and more expensive. Do you also do a plan design or what are your recommendations? If, if someone says, I want to save a little bit of money, I, I've got an increase. What plan design changes typically would you make?
1: So if, if you're in the self-insured, there's a lot of nuances that you need to keep up with trends like telehealth. Do we cover Do we do member cost share? But in the fully insured market, which most plans are, most people are in a self-insured, but most plans are fully insured. Uh, so if you're in a fully insured plan, there's things like uh, narrower networks. Like United Healthcare has a big choice plus network, but then they've got a smaller core network, which is less expensive, but it might have... Fifty percent of the doctors, and compared to like ninety-three percent, which are in Choice Plus and Blue Cross, is the same thing with their big PPO network. Um, so there's the smaller provider networks that can save you money. Uh, there's also you can look at things like a spousal surcharge for if employee their spouse is working and has access to healthcare coverage at their employer. You might put a surcharge on that. Um, you could put it go through a dependent audit where you're it's a pain in the butt, but your employees have to provide copies of birth certificates and marriage certificates just to prove that they're not covering their neighbor or their fiance and they're not yet married or something like that. So, um, and then you could always go through good communication, like encouraging your member, your employees to get preventive care, like go get your routine, physical immunizations, well, woman exams, shot, flu right. shot, right. Um, all those kind of preventive routine care tend to save a lot of money on the kind of the downstream, the, the tail effect.
0: You know, when you throw in on the employer side, Many, you know, not many, but some of our clients over the years have put in. And when they look at uh, that, are companies that are trying to pass uh, more of the insurance cost onto their employees, they've added smoker differentials. Mm. So if you're a smoker, you're going to pay more for your benefits than you would. Uh, I've heard and seen some companies, none none which are clients, but you see it in the media where they're going to uh, charge you more if you're un- if you're not
1: vaccinated. Yeah. Right.
0: Sure. I also heard, and I don't know, uh, th- this seems a, a bit of a stretch by the you know, Blue Cross or maybe some other related companies in other states that they weren't going to cover, if you're unvaccinated and contract COVID, that they were going to deny uh, any benefits. Yeah, yeah, to to be determined. We'll, we'll see if that actually falls through. But I got to think you got a big legal challenge there. Uh, for sure you know yeah because
2: that was there's a lot of rumblings about that about three months ago right
0: so uh, like if i'm a smoker and i get lung cancer you, you're going to say oh well you're you know we're not going to cover that it, it seems pretty uh that seems but like a, now bit of a stretch
2: they right. are able to charge more right if someone's a smoker i the, wonder if they the could premium a, well what yeah. if they could do a premium differential if all right you're not vaccinated you're not gonna so get the, vaccinated you haven't had COVID.
0: so in that case on the group market it's not the insurance companies that are charging more money it's the employer that's saying hey if you're a smoker I'm going to, uh, I'm going to pay 10% less of your premiums Sure. and and here's a class to, to quit smoking. So mm-hmm. they, you know, at the same time, they're trying to encourage their sure. their employees, right. but, but for an actual carrier to not pick up a, a COVID claim, it, I would think they would be hard a legal, pressed, legal yeah. challenge. Right. Right? So. Maybe
2: that's why it's kind of dropped, died down. You haven't heard about it in the news I think as so. much as
0: before. Right. So uh, you know, are you seeing, Jason, as well as when you look at uh, what companies are paying uh, versus not paying, you know, if you've got coverage under your spouse, are you, offer, are you then offering uh, as an employer the opportunity to pick up voluntary benefits like dental or uh, short-term disability, long-term disability? What's your take on the voluntary benefits?
1: Yeah and more I mean especially pet insurance now is really taking off especially people a lot of people adopted or got new pets during covid like covid dogs covid cats and so pet insurance is becoming a real key voluntary perk that a lot of employees are seeking What's interesting is uh like on-site childcare or on-site pet care is becoming really popular uh you have to be a big enough employer to kind of afford it or kind of get that scale to where it makes sense but it's really interesting that you like these little perks that can make a difference, especially when you're in a labor shortage. That that can kind of get you that extra little boost on recruitment or retention.
0: Yeah, I think offering the voluntary benefits it doesn't doesn't cost your business anything. Gives you more robust. You know, like in our case, uh, our clients have access to the five twenty nine plan, four hundred one k short insurance. and long term disability, pet insurance. Uh, life insurance a couple different life insurance options as well as the opportunity to buy life insurance uh, with any without medical underwriting which is uh which is great for some oh, yeah. uh some people the uh, uh next question well uh, or discussion point is the bill back better that hasn't hasn't passed and fortunately it, it, the number keeps going down it was th- three to four trillion and now it's still a ton of money at uh, one and a half or 1.7 trillion initially biden had in there that it, they were going to offer paid dental insurance and some other paid benefits to some american citizens or a revenue cap or salary cap but, but that's been taken out do you see uh and as they're looking uh, one do you see that coming back and two do you see uh as uh more taxes potentially coming at health insurance and other benefits back a few years ago one of the years where you saw decent increases, four percent of an increase was it, was an Obama tax on all health plans, which they, you know, their theory was the health insurance carriers were going to take the tax. While well, the health insurance yeah, companies just on. said, "Here's your tax uh, from the government." Uh, you know, I got to think as all the taxes are going up, are you going to see more taxes on benefits?
1: Right, I mean, probably a lot of it will depend on whether or not uh, Biden stays in office, or how Congress right. is going to shape up. If it's going to, or uh, if if it's going to be more heavily Republican versus Democrat. But, yeah, at the midterms. Yeah, I mean, you've got a short window.
0: You know, right. There's no way the Democrats are going to keep the House and the Senate together. Right. Uh, you know, stranger things have happened, but I got to think uh, with the approval rating uh, that. You know, and typically the party in the White House uh, loses one, one of loses the houses, one of the two houses. Yeah. So, who knows if it's both? But so that would be a short-term window uh, if they're going to add taxes to employee benefits. But,
1: right, and, and they've got the, the, the I can't remember who in the Congress is in Arizona, and they've got a couple Democrats who are kind of the, the roadblocks to getting some of this. Uh, to kind of yeah. remain to be seen if they they keep being the roadblock.
0: Right. Well, fingers crossed, hopefully uh, the increases start to uh, settle down, you know, the COVID windows probably a couple of years, you know, the, the vaccines, all the vaccinations are government paid. So there's, there's no cost to you on your, on your health cares, but you, you know, you've had a fair amount of claims over the last year on, uh, on COVID hospitalizations. Sure. And it's messed up the supply
2: chain. Like I keep going back to the supply chain, uh, the labor market. I mean, it's all, it's kind of flipped things upside down for business owners.
0: Mm Mm-hmm right well if, if any of our listeners if you've got questions on on healthcare uh, happy to uh, to answer them reach out to to Jason Scott or myself if you've got questions on uh, on buying power where you know we're buying in volume on behalf of thousands and thousands of people happy to uh, happy to help uh, create a proposal for you see if we can save you some money on healthcare not that that's a commercial but always happy to <laughs> it gives to, you uh, the freedom to succeed <laughs> that's right, always happy to uh, to help
1: yep hr at employco.com uh or 630-920-0000 and we're on all uh
2: pretty much all social medias uh twitter uh linkedin you're now posting uh every day of the week with uh great you articles and know, stuff right. so. so
0: rob wilson at uh at employco so you check out the feed on on linkedin and uh nikki navarro aside from being awesome uh working the board also runs our social media so uh He's in charge of, it. uh, of, uh, so we, we try and get posts out predominantly on LinkedIn, but also on our, our Facebook page. So happy to help with, uh, as, as, as we've said in the past, you have HR issues, happy to answer them, uh, anytime. And if you're, uh, if you're in the trade show business, hopefully we'll see you at ESCO. We're headed to the ESCO winter board hmm. meeting the week after, after Thanksgiving. Gonna have uh, Down, <laughs> Downtown Philly. So. Looking forward to, uh, seeing all our friends at ESCO. We haven't, uh, it's been, uh, Too this, long. Yeah, December 19th. So unfortunately yeah. this, this summer conference in, uh, in 20 and 21, we all canceled. So this will be two years since, uh, all our friends, uh, we got a chance, chance to see our, uh, ESCO friends. So looking forward to seeing, uh, mid Julie and, uh, Larry and the gang at, uh, in, in Philly. Yeah. December first week of December be my first time to Philly so it'll be fun yeah. so happy to help uh on, on healthcare we'll be back in the next couple of weeks with another uh, another podcast thanks for joining us thank you thank you,
1: you.